mighty name of Jesus we have prayed. And let everybody say amen. Amen. And amen. amen. So we started recording as well. So those of you here with me, no noise, no distraction. All right. And so since it's our next level, I just want to reveal unto you certain things that would help you. Certain things that would lead to your advancement. That you will not just say that is your next level and not work in it experientially. See, there's an error in life where many people claim things, many people say things, but only few have the experience of things. Hallelujah. Are we here? The Bible said in the book of Exodus chapter 14, verse 15, And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? He says, Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. This was the time where the Egyptians were behind the Israelites. This was the time where the people were complaining, the people were crying, even Moses himself. And the Lord said, Forget all this. Why are you crying unto me? He says, Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward tonight i came to speak unto you that you will go forward i came to speak unto you and listen as i'm speaking it's a prophecy as well i'm prophesying over your life that in next year you move forward in next year you move forward in next year your ministry will move forward in next year your business will move forward your family will move forward everything connected to you will move forward in the name of jesus he said that they go forward that they go forward. When you read 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 6, it said, And Samuel said unto the people, It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron, and that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron. It is the Lord that advanced them. They did not just advance by deciding to advance. They not just advance by getting up and saying they want to advance. It is the Lord that advanced them. Let me tell you something. It takes the Lord to advance a man. The Lord is the engineer and the engineering behind a man's advancement in life. When you read the book of Psalm 127, verse 1 and 2, it says, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. It says, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. That means that they can try to build something. But except the Lord builds it, their labor will be in vain. Anything that is not built of the Lord does not stand. Anything that is not built of the Lord cannot be established. Anything that is not built of the Lord cannot go far. Anything that is not built of the Lord cannot stand the test of time. So he said, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh up in vain. 
He said, it is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. He said, for he giveth his beloved sleep. Mm. When the Lord is the builder of your life, you are built into sleep. You are built into rest. When the Lord is the propeller that propels your boat through the journey of life, you enjoy rest, you enjoy sleep. He said, he giveth his beloved sleep. 2024 is a year of rest and sleep. But except the Lord builds, except you start with the Lord, except the Lord builds, he said, he giveth his beloved sleep. Mm. Leviticus chapter 9 verse 6. He said, and Moses said, this is the thing which the Lord commanded that ye should do. <laughs> this is the thing which the Lord commanded that ye should do. This is the thing which the Lord commanded that ye should do. He said, and there is a colon. He said, and the glory of the Lord shall appear unto you. That means there is something needed to be done. Let me tell you, every time, if you hear me say, I hear you. I hear you. Every time you want the glory of God to manifest in your life or in any area of life, you need to understand that there are principles you must engage to bring that to life. There is always something you need to do. He said, this is the thing which the Lord commanded that ye should do. If only you are able to do this, shall the glory of the Lord appear unto you. That means the glory of God won't just appear because of who you are or what you think you are. The glory of God, listen, is not a respecter of persons but a respecter of engagement. What are your engagements? In 2024, what will be your engagement to command the visibility, the manifestation, the yielding and the evidence of the glory of God? It's not about calling it. It's not about saying it. It's about what needs to be done. Until you engage the necessary truths and principles Needed to stir up the glory upon your life. Listen, everything will remain the same. And sadly for many of us, things have remained the same. Months have passed. Days have passed. Weeks have passed. Months have passed. Years have passed. And still, things are the same. Worst case scenario, things have gone bad. Things have gone worse. Because to us, we thought the glory of God is wished for, is dreamt. No, you need to engage. There, is, there, there are things that you must understand. Principles, rules, codes that you must engage in order to call forth the glory of God into manifestation. So he said, this is the thing which the Lord commanded that you should do. And the glory of the Lord shall appear unto you. Hmm. 
Now, before I even continue, let me just touch on this. Let me touch on something which will help us progress properly on the journey of this word I am about to share with you. Hallelujah. If you hear me say, I hear you. Let me share with you the manifestation of God's power or the manifestation of God's glory. The manifestation of God's power is in three levels. Three main levels. And I'm going to reveal them unto you tonight. According to the hierarchy. Hmm. Number one. Number one. The manifestation of God's power through intimacy. Now, this is the highest level. If you hear me say, I hear you. you. This is the highest level. This is the highest level. This is the highest level. Yes. The highest level, I tell you. By pursuing intimacy. Okay. By pursuing intimacy. A man can step into the highest level of walking in God's power. Yeah. If a man will have this experience of the highest level of God's power, what will provoke it is the pursuit of intimacy. Number two. The second level of the manifestation of God's power Hallelujah. It's the power that comes by laws and principles. Laws and principles. Tonight, I came to help you. Because your next year must not be the same. In your next year, the only direction you must know is forward. The power... That comes by laws and principles. Now, this dimension of power depends solely on understanding and application of principles, regardless of your stand with God. Hmm. What it means is that In this level of power, it does not necessarily require you to have a relationship with God. But by your ability to acknowledge a principle, understand this principle, engage this principle and execute it. And so in this level of power, it's not about whether you know God or not. But it's purely by your engagement of principles. That's the second level of the manifestation of God's power. And this is actually the level that many worldly people operate in. That's how come you wonder how somebody so worldly does not even fear the Lord. But is commanding strange results in life. 
Results that can only be seen and, 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 and realized when God is with a person. Such a man is experiencing such results. Why? Because that person has learned that there is a level of power you can command just by your engagement, your understanding and your application of laws and principles. Number three, the power that comes by covenant alignment. The power that comes by covenant alignment. Are you blessed? That means that you may not even understand the dynamics of the power. But when you come under the influence of a man who has a covenant with God, even before you have any understanding or relationship with God, you can begin to experience disgrace. So this is the level of power where you don't even need to have a relationship with God. Neither do you necessarily need to understand laws and principles. Just by your submission to a man who has a covenant with God. Now, this is the power that a man like Lot experienced. Just by his submission and his connection to a man like Abraham, a man of covenant. The power that comes by covenant alignment. And so now with all this being said, let us delve into the actual message. Let us delve into... <laughs> let us delve into the principles, the actual principles needed to be engaged. Just like what Leviticus said, that... This is what you need to do. The, 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 the principles needed to be engaged in order for a man to step into the manifestation of his next level and to move forward in life. If you hear me say, I hear you. Now, these principles that I'm about to share with you are truths. Pure truths that are non-negotiable. And so whether you believe it or not, they, they are mechanical templates set up by God himself within the cosmos. And that if any man would do well, he is mandated, obligated, to align himself to such. How many of you are ready? Principle number one. The principle. The principle of the God factor. The principle of the God factor. If indeed you are serious about the next level, if indeed you are serious about moving forward in life, moving forward in the coming year, you must understand that you cannot do without the principle of the God factor. 
the Bible says, Can you hear me? The Bible says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. What it means is, in the beginning of everything should include the God factor. The moment you defy this equation, you'll be in trouble. The moment you casualize this principle, your life becomes a potent grounds for casualties. Now, hear me. Don't joke with this thing that I'm sharing with you. The moment you casualize this thing I'm sharing with you, your life becomes a potent grounds for casualties. God can only become omega to what he is alpha to. God can only become the finisher to what he is the starter to. And this is what many people don't realize. This is what many believers, many Christians don't realize. Most people don't even see the value to place the God factor in the beginning. Yes, we feel the necessity. Yes, we feel he's a necessity. But in our dealings, we place him somewhere else in our lives. Let me tell you, there is only one place and one place only for God in your life. And that place is the first place. Any other place in the equation, it won't work. Make him second, it won't work. Make him third, it won't work. He needs to be first. In that business, if only it will work, God must be first. In that marriage, if only it will work, God must be first. In that home, if only it will work, God must be first. When you read 2 Chronicles chapter 26, verse 3, 2 Chronicles, is somebody being blessed? Oh, yes. 2 Chronicles chapter 26, verse 3 to 5. It says that 16 years old was Uziah when he began to reign. And he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Jecolia of Jerusalem. Verse 4. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah did. Now, my emphasis is the verse 5. And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. Watch this. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Hmm. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. This is the value of seeking God. The value of placing God first. The value of the God factor. 
No serious man who wants to prosper in life leaves out the God factor. The people of God must begin to learn this secret. The church must begin to learn this secret. That to every physical victory, there is a spiritual essence. Mm. He said, as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. The prosperity of Uziah was evident. But the activity behind, the force behind what we see, is that God made him. Imagine him without a spiritual essence behind. Where would his making come from? Who and what would have made him? He would be nothing greater than zero. Just know this. No one makes himself. Every made man is made by a force. There is a spiritual essence behind the making of every made man. He said, as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. If there is one thing I needed to learn tonight, is to place high value on the essence of placing God first. Never neglect the God factor. Remember, in the beginning, God. Let me show you something. When we read James chapter 2, verse 26. <laughs> and I love the concept James used. And that's my emphasis. He said, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. My emphasis is the first part. For as the body without the spirit is dead, my God. Mm. The body without the spirit is dead. That means the measure to which a body will live and thrive is totally dependent on the spirit in the body. Everybody you see derives its life from the spirit. Take your time. Your ministry is a body. Your business is a body. That shop is a body. Your marriage is a body. Your academics is a body. The magnitude to which these will do well, strive, prosper, and live is dependent on the spirit behind. Remember what I said earlier. To every physical victory, there is a spiritual essence. This is the part where Christians miss it. Even the people of the world, they know this secret. And so in the daylight of things, they are studious and industrious. But in the secret, they return to their spiritual force. Because they understand that in life, we conquer first in the spirit before the physical. A man will only stay ahead if he has a strong spiritual backing. 
This is what yields to advantage in life. And that's why I tell you as believers that the Holy Spirit is your advantage. But listen, until you come to that place of valuing the essence of spirituality, the value of the essence of being connected and placing God first, not neglecting the God factor. Listen, you will always be disadvantaged in life. How can a man take territories in life? It is through the backing of a spiritual essence. I tell you this, believe me, there are certain results that transcend the efforts of man. No matter what you do, you cannot command them until you involve the backing of a spirit. There are certain heights you will never get to except God be with you. There are certain heights you never get to except a spirit be with you, be it demonic or God. There has to be something. And this is what the people of the world understand. In the marketplace, they understand. In the companies, they understand. One day, one man said something and he said that they went to work and their bosses, they are are Indians and they realized that their company was going down. They said there and there, they brought in cattle in the office. They sacrificed the cattle there and there. They sprinkled the blood all over. In some few minutes, their stocks and everything began to skyrocket. There is the backing of a spiritual essence. There has to be something. When you read Acts chapter 10, Verse 38, talk of Jesus, Acts 10, 38. He said, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. He said, for God was with him. God was with him. The fluency and the consistency of the unimaginable result he commanded in life and ministry was not merely because he is the Christ. No, but because God was with him. Who is with you? What is with you? Talk of Joseph. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 39 verse 2 and 3. It said, and the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that indeed the Lord was with this man. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Why and how the Lord was with him. Talk about Samuel. In 1 Samuel 3 verse 19. He said, and Samuel grew and the Lord was with him. And did not let none of his words fall to the ground. Hmm. And so a man like this, even his words could not fall to the ground. How can his life fall to the ground? How can his ministry fall to the ground? How can his marriage fall to the ground? How can his business fall to the ground? The Lord was with him. Listen to me. At every turning point, life will ask you, who is with you? And who is behind you? 
I tell you this, people of God, believe me, certain gates and junctions in your life will forever remain closed until the backing of a spiritual essence is detected and realized. God has to be first, no matter what. One day the Lord said to me, He said, I will only take full responsibility of a life that puts me first. Hmm. Hmm. If he's not first, he can't be in it. A life without God is just an ordinary life. But a life full of God becomes extra. And where there is extra, there's extravagant glory. Where there is extra, there's extraordinary results. Listen. God must be first. Making God first is giving him permission to steer your life into destiny. The God factor. This involves everything God. Prayer, word, kingdom, everything God. It must be first. Is somebody being blessed? Oh, yes. Principle number two. The second principle that ensures a next level in life is vision. 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 Proverbs chapter 29. Verse 18. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. He said, Where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Listen to me. Lack of vision is a guarantee that your falling into the pit of life is non-negotiable. Any man without a vision is a man who will not accelerate in life. Why? Because vision is seen. So Jesus said in Luke chapter 6 verse 39 when you read it he said he spoke a parable unto them. He said can the blind lead the blind? He said shall they not both fall into the pit? Can the blind lead the blind? Why did he ask this question? Because a man without a vision is a blind man. He cannot see. And so any man that cannot see will eventually fall into the pit. Any man that cannot see will eventually fall into the pit of life. Any man without a vision will eventually fall and fail in life. He cannot see. Vision is seeing. 
And so one day, God asked young Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. The Bible says, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? He said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Note what the verse 12 said. He said, Then the Lord said, Thou hast seen well. And because you have seen well, I will hasten my word to perform it. Vision is the ability to see things from God's perspective. You cannot be great and not have a vision. Any great thing you see in life reveals the presence of vision in the time of its conception. Vision. Vision. I kid you not. If you are not having vision for 2024, your failure is guaranteed. Vision. What is your vision for the year? What are your visions for the year? Vision. Vision. Somebody say vision. vision. Are you here? Oh, yes. yeah. In the lens of vision lies your advancement. In the lens of vision lies your advancement. If you can create the room for vision, you can have the room for provision. Your vision is what determines your provision. Without a vision, don't expect a provision. Today, many are frustrated because they are expecting something to happen where they can't see something happening. And so in the eyes of their mind, they are not seeing anything. And yet, in their hearts of hearts, they are expecting something. You cannot have what you cannot see. Yes. Your vision is what determines your provision. When God wanted to change the circumstance of Jacob, when God wanted to bring Jacob into the realm of alignment to destiny and provision, he had to change his vision. His perception about himself. The name of Jacob actually meant supplanter, betrayer, one who takes the place of people, a cheat. And God wanted to change his circumstance and realign the life of Jacob to the life written of him in the books of God. So what did God have to do? He had to change his vision, his perception, his mindset, his identity about himself. How did he start? By changing his name. He said, from today, ye are called Israel. Hmm. And that brought out the relevance of the man, Jacob. Can I tell you something, people of God? The introduction of vision in your life will announce you to the world of relevance. This thing called vision, don't joke with it. Yeah. Yeah. This thing called vision, vision is seeing. Until you see yourself beyond where you are, you are going nowhere. Vision 
can you really see 2024 as your next level or you are just saying it vision when you read genesis chapter 13 verse 14 the bible said and the lord said unto abraham after that lot was separated from him he said lift up thy eyes lift up thy eyes and look from the place where you are he said northward southward eastward and westward he said for all the land which thou seest to thee will i give it and to thy seed forever genesis 13 14 to 15 Hmm. Lift up thy eyes and look from the place where thou art. He said, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. He said, for the land which thou seest, the land which you see, I will give it to you. Somebody listen today, God is saying, lift up your eyes from where you are. Stop looking at where you are. Stop thinking about where you are. Stop complaining about where you are. If only you can lift up your eyes and begin to see far. If only you can lift up your eyes and begin to create vision. If only you can begin to envision. Listen, where your eyes will see, your legs may not necessarily be there momentarily, but eventually you will get there. As far as your eyes can see, he said, I will give to you. How far can you see? How well can you see? That is where you will be. And that is how you will be. Somebody say vision. Vision. Yeah. Your destiny moves in the direction and condition of your sight. Yeah. Your destiny moves in the direction and the condition of your sight. How well you see and how far you see affects the movement of your destiny from today decide to realign and see well decide to realign and see far vision what is vision vision is knowing where you are going in life without vision you cannot control destiny what is vision Vision is giving definition to your living. Vision is not just what you need or what you want to do, but also the why, the how, the when, and the where. And so you cannot just say, I want to be rich and call it a vision. Why? How? When? And where? At what point do you know you have become rich? What will be your elastic or measuring rod? You cannot just come and say, I will build a house and say it's a vision. That is not vision till we have dealt with why. Why must you build a house? Why should it be you? Why? How would you build the house? When would you build the house? And where? At what point, where would you build a house? Vision. Listen, it is on the grounds of vision that focus is bred. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. 
It says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. He said, For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. He said, Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. He said, write it down. Make it plain that he may run that readeth it. Your vision determines your speed in life. A man without vision cannot run. Or else his running does not make sense. Imagine a man running and asking, where are you running to? He said, I don't know. But when a man is lost, you realize he's just walking, trying to figure out his bearing, not running. Yes. Principle number three. Is somebody blessed? Oh, yes. Principle number three. Is the principle of quality knowledge. Or what we also call light. Quality knowledge. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. It said the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. This is a prayer that Paul was praying for the church of Ephesus. He said that the eyes of your understanding, Ephesians 1.18, if you can hear me say, I can hear you. He said that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Listen, we don't command results by luck. Hallelujah. We don't command results by luck. We command results by knowledge and understanding. Light. No man can become anything in life without knowledge and understanding. Hear me. Listen. No man, no matter what your status is, no man can become anything in life. Without knowledge and understanding. Yeah. Just like how in this life there is no profession you can undertake without having to prove yourself by what you know regarding that field and the quality of your understanding. Pick any profession, I dare you, and you see how that is needful that you should prove yourself in the knowledge of that field. And you should prove the quality of your understanding regarding that field. Knowledge and understanding. You cannot become a mechanic without having the knowledge of a mechanic. It won't work. Even in knowledge, you must have the right knowledge. Because a mechanic cannot enter the classroom to be a teacher with the knowledge of a mechanic. It won't work. Knowledge and understanding yeah. how more so do you desire advancement in your life and yet you are not willing to give yourself to acquiring the necessary knowledge and understanding for it how much more so how more so can I tell you a mystery in life you cannot become what you don't know how to become in life you cannot become 
what you don't know how to become. Nobody, and I mean nobody, becomes anything by mistake. Not even a thief. He must have proven himself in possessing a certain level of knowledge when it comes to stealing. Someone say knowledge and understanding. Someone say light. I tell you this. I tell you this. The absence of light in a man's life will only result in sheer gloominess, unfruitfulness, confusion, and darkness. Hmm. Beloved, if anything, pursue knowledge. Make sure you are pursuing knowledge. Enlarge your scope of knowing. If it's business, study. Read, join business seminars that yield productive results. Associate yourself with highly qualified business-minded people. If it is ministry, read ministerial materials. Get books of Bishop Dad. Get books of Bishop David Oedipo. These men are systems to the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Go after the word. Pursue the word. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 119 verse 105, it said, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word, thy knowledge. 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 What it means is in the presence of knowledge, there is a sense of direction. Listen to me. In this life, ignorance is never an excuse. Hmm. That you don't know how to get out of poverty does no mean poverty will have mercy on you. That you don't know the consequence of something does not mean the consequence will not come to you. Sadly, many people have held on to their ignorance as their safe haven. Thinking that the more you don't know about something, the more freedom you have. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Even the devil is knowledgeable. And has understanding. Even the devil. That's why the Bible says he can manifest as an angel of light. What is light? Knowledge. No wonder when he came at Jesus, he came at him with knowledge. Anytime your knowledge is short in an area, you easily fall off. And let me tell you, are you being blessed? If your perceived knowledge does not yield substantial glorified result, then you need to know more. Sometimes people are okay with the little they know. Little does not conquer great. If you want to conquer the great, you must have great knowledge. Don't be mediocre when it comes to knowledge. No amount of knowledge is too much. No amount of understanding is too much. See, listen, I'm not just talking about spiritual knowledge. I'm also talking about the knowledge of life. The knowledge of how the cosmos works, how the world works, the systems of the world. Do you understand the system? It will teach you how to position yourself. One day I told somebody, that university is not necessarily about brilliance. 
is about how smart and intelligent you are. Yeah. When you understand this system, you will know how to form group studies. You know how to get a steady partner. Yes. Yes. University is not about first and last. It's not about this was the first in class, it was the last. Yeah. It's about what grade are you graduating with. Yes. And so when you have the knowledge and understanding of the system, it places you in a position of advantage to beating the system. The reason why many people are beat so hard, are beating so hard in life is because they don't have knowledge and understanding about this thing called life. Whatever you don't know and don't understand, you cannot defeat. That is why before the devil attacks a man, he makes sure he knows the man. And so when he's coming, he's coming in the area of the weaknesses of that man. Why? Because he took time to acquire knowledge and understanding about that man. Do you know how many years it has taken the kingdom of darkness to do a research on you? And not just you, but you, your family background, your uncle, your father, your grandfather, your great-grandfather. And so they have studied the pattern to how they can suppress people in your family. Knowledge and understanding. But the church neglects this. Is somebody being helped? Yeah. And so, I'm not just talking about spiritual knowledge. I'm also talking about the knowledge and understanding needed to excel unimaginably in all areas of life. Can I tell you, people of God, ignorance is not a spirit. Neither is it a demon. <laughs> you... <laughs> You don't deliver yourself of ignorance by prayers, but by knowledge. Mm. Yeah. And so don't just say 2024 is my year. Pastor said next level, so automatically I am going to enjoy that. No. Assess yourself. What do you know? What is the quality of your understanding to activate enhanced living? Look, I tell you, people of God, I dare you today, today or tonight, honestly reveal your life on areas, areas you are sincerely lacking in. Make a list. Intentionally make a list. Intentionally make a list. Write it down. Don't just say it's in my head. Respectfully speaking, you're not a machine. You're not a computer. You will easily forget. Write it down. And begin to look for high-level knowledge to enhance that aspect of living. Principle number four. If you are here, say I am here. Mind shift. The principle of mind shift. All these keys, I dare you, if you give yourself to them wholly, you will indeed not just say next level, but you would experience a next level. Can I get an amen? Amen. Mind shift. The relevance of knowledge is not seen if it cannot shift your mind. 
And so in all your pursuit of knowledge, if that knowledge cannot cause a mind shift, that knowledge is not relevant enough. Can I tell you something? In this life, we know to become. We know to become. What you have become is a product of what you have known and what you know. But you see, you can only become if there has been a mind shift. You are the product of your mind. Your life is the product of your mind. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7. It says, For us, a man thinks in his heart, in his mind, so is he. Proverbs 23 verse 7. If you hear me say, I hear you. For as a man thinks in his heart, in his mind, he says, so is he. Can I reveal to you a mystery? The condition of your life is the condition of your mind. Hmm. If you are poor, it's because you are poor in the state of your mind. Poverty has nothing to do with money. Poverty is a state of mind. The same as wealth does not start from money. It starts from the mind. Mind shift. If your mind can shift, your life can shift. This is the key to transformation. I tell you people of God. The Bible says that be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of your attitude. The renewing of your mind. Be ye transformed. Be ye. That means that my transformation is my responsibility. If I would transform, it is dependent solely on me. My ability to renew my mind. My ability to create room for a mind shift. Transformation. The intentional change of things. Change of thinking. Change of living. Change of habits. Change of character. This thing called character. Ah, How sad that we have downplayed this thing called character in the church today. Listen to me. Let me humbly submit to you this reality and this truth. The anointing, listen to me. The anointing, the anointing can open a door. But what will sustain that door is character. Character. If you have one, two, three people talking about the same thing about you, check your character. Stop saying, stop saying, people of God, stop saying that you don't care. You don't care what people think or say about you. No. 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 You don't understand the system of God. You don't understand how God makes men. Listen to me. In as much as God is the maker of man or is the maker of men, he makes men through men. And so God's strategy on earth to help man is his fellow man. Whenever God wants to help a man, he raises another man. 
Jeremiah 3 15. I will give unto you shepherds after man. This is a human being he's talking about. Which will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Why? Because God desires that you should become. So he raises another man for you. Yes. 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 So man is God's strategy on earth. Listen, change your character. Nobody will help you if your character is bad. Change your character. Nobody will promote you if your character is bad. Strive for transformation. Develop your mind. Build a strong resistance to mind games. Demonic strongholds that strangle the life out of your mind. Fight it. Work on your mindset. Consume sound teaching. Read godly books. Spend quality time with the word. Can I tell you? Your mind is the platform of your belief. And what you believe, you attract. Maybe in 2023, you trivialize the things of the mind. In 2024, make no mistake. Don't make this same mistake. Don't make this same mistake. You say, I'm trusting God for a job. Have you developed your mind for a job? You say, I'm trusting God to start a business. What is your thought process? What is the quality of your mind? How well have you prepared your mind for a business? Which book have you read? What is business? Define business to us. You don't even know the definition of business. You want to start a business. It doesn't work that way. Mind shift. How to produce excellent results is first to invest in excellent thinking. Mind shift. As a man thinks, he says, so is he. I leave you with a fifth principle and I'm done. I wanted to give you seven, but let me give you five. I, I think, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm boring you. Hallelujah. Amen. The fifth principle, and I'm done, is the principle of diligence. Mm. The principle of diligence. Proverbs 22, verse 29. Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He said, He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before ordinary men. He shall not stand before mean men. Seest thou a man diligent in his business. He shall stand before kings. Where do kings dwell? In palaces. What it means is, as you are diligent, you will dwell in a palace. As you are diligent, you will step your foot in the palace. Listen, people of God, it's not enough for God to call you to the place of the palace. What is the place of the palace? It's the place of dominating and dominion in life. It's the place of ruling in life. It's the place of staying at the top. The place of the palace is the place of the high levels. But I tell you this, it's not enough for God to call you there. You must work your way there by diligence. So he said, seest thou a man diligent in his ways, he will stand before kings. Yeah. Diligence takes you to the presence of the king. Diligence. I can go on and on about this, the principle of diligence. 
What is diligence? Diligence is striving. Hard work. Yeah. There is no place for a lazy man when it comes to next level. Unless he's going next level in laziness. But if the man wants to go up, there is no place for a lazy man. Can I tell you this? Results are not wished for. They are worked for. We work results. Results are worked by the engagement of principles. Life-based principles. How colorful your life will become is connected to how diligent you will be. Real success it's not for men who easily give up. It's for men who diligently fight to the end. Proverbs 13, 4 is there. It said lazy people from the NLT. It said lazy people want much but get little. But those who work hard will prosper. Hmm. Listen, never make the mistake of thinking that hard work is not needed because you are under grace. That's a fool's mentality. How many times did you see Jesus resting? How many times did you see Jesus sleeping? He was always going about doing the work. He was going about always doing the work. Hard work. Hard work. Even the Bible says it. He who does not work does not eat. Hard work. When you read Proverbs 12 verse 24. Also the NLT version. It said work hard and become a leader. It said be, be lazy and become a slave. Masapa ikobrahate mekete vrehiso prahaski krakitos kilaba azude masate. He said, Work hard and become a leader. Be lazy and become a slave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Work hard and lead in life. You want to lead in life, it's not by sleeping. You want to lead in life. You want to lead in finance amongst your peers. You want to lead in wisdom. When it comes to wisdom, you are ahead. He said, work hard. Work hard. Work hard. Work hard. I tell you this. All laziness will make you is a slave. A slave. What you are a slave to is because you are too lazy to come out. Mm. Mm. When you read Proverbs 21 verse 5, NLT, it says good planning and hard work leads to prosperity. It says but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Can I tell you, a people that love shortcut that intent is the people of the church. She wants to sleep and wake up prosperous. He wants to sleep and wake up succeeding. He wants to sleep and yet his ministry should be working. It doesn't work that way. Listen, there is no shortcut to doing well in life. If only men will be diligent. 
If there's a time to be diligent like never before, it's 2024. Can I tell you one thing that diligence does? The pursuit of diligence, one thing it does, is it opens you up to the place of value. Hmm. Value is that which makes you a prized commodity in a season and in a region. A prized commodity. Yeah. That men will take you serious is dependent on value. And so tonight I ask you, what value system have you created for yourself? Yeah. What will make us choose you? What will make men choose you? What are you bringing on the table? Listen to me. The table is for men, not for boys and girls. When you read Proverbs 18 verse 16, it said, A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. What is that gift? It's his value. What you have to offer is your value. What do you have to offer? I ask you, I humbly ask you, no disrespect, what do you have to offer us in 2024? What do you have to offer the world? What do you have to offer even in Peniel? What do you have to offer? If you have nothing to offer, stop complaining whenever you are not chosen. What do you have to offer? A man's value would make room for him. The value you carry will determine not just the size, but the quality of room that will be made for you. Will it be a room full of high-profile people? Or it will be a room full of junkies. Even if it is a room full of junkies, it is your value that will transform them from junkies to mighty men. Have you not heard David? The Bible said it was broken men that came unto him, but because he was a man of value, by the time he was done with them, these men were now called the mighty men of David. Value. The value you carry will determine the influence you have on people. Value. Value. When I was preparing for tonight, the Lord said to me, He said, tell them their value is their qualification. Your value is what qualifies you for your next level. Whatever level you would enter is solely dependent on the value you possess. If you'll be important to us, it's because of your value, not because of your beauty. Today, many women are busily polishing their beauty and leaving out their value. Can I tell you, what answers the question, why you, is value. Yes. Yeah. So even in marriage, we seek for value. The Bible said in Proverbs, in Proverbs, in Proverbs 18, 1822 he said he who finds a good wife finds a good thing he didn't say he who finds a girl he didn't say he who finds even a beautiful lady he didn't say he who finds a woman he said he who finds a wife can i tell you what differentiates a girl from a lady and a lady from a woman and a woman from a wife is value value 
Why? Because there is a value a lady has, a girl does not have. A lady knows how to comport herself. A girl will let it out loosely. There is a value a woman has that a lady doesn't have. A woman is matured than a lady. A woman is the matured version of a lady. But there is also a value a wife has that a woman doesn't have, no matter how mature she is. Can she take care of a man? Is she loving? Is she caring? What is the quality of her knowledge? What is the quality of her understanding in managing people? In managing a home? Is she patient? Value. Value. He says, seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. When we read 2 Timothy 2 verse 5, he said that, and if a man also strive for masteries, I'm ending. If a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned except he strive lawfully? Mastery is not admired. We strive for it. And so perhaps in 2023, you were losing left, right, center. You desire to win in 2024. You don't just desire. Neither do you just admire or wish. You strive for it. Let me leave you with this. If you indeed desire a next level in any and every area of your life, strive for it. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, we want to lift up our voice and begin to pray. I believe that you have been blessed. I believe you have been blessed. We want to pray as we have few minutes left to cross over into the next year. And we are praying. We are praying and we are configuring our next level. You have heard all that I've had to share with you. You have seen where you are lacking. And you have seen where you need strengthening in. Wherever you are, I want you to lift up your voice and begin to cry for help. Begin to cry for help. Lift up your voice wherever you are. 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 